Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Dan Peterson. Been, uh, what, <laughs> Dan, five years? Oh, probably since you've been sitting in that chair? Yeah, probably at least five. A yeah. uh, little the bit chair of COVID. Feels the same. Oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it hasn't changed a whole <laughs> no. lot. We haven't upgraded the chairs. No. So. <laughs> well, you're welcome to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating Air Conditioning. Thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you or listeners with some information about your heating, air conditioning, a little bit about curling. We're going to throw in a little nights <laughs> in there as well. But uh, most important, those phone lines are open. So give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Remember, you can go to uh, Peter Inch and Associates' Facebook page. Scroll down a little bit and you'll see you can nominate us for the Community Votes London uh, 2023. And we're in four categories, the air conditioning, cleaning and repair, the furnace repair and maintenance, the gas fitting and piping, and the heating and cooling in your home. So go, uh, we made it very simple. If you go to our Facebook page, you can click on the link and the four will pop up and you can nominate us, which we'd be thankful for. And we're the two-time Consumer's Choice Award winner in the category of air conditioning and heating contractor. I could say this, but Mr. Gilbert isn't here today. I guess we, you know, he went away to Kingston for three days. I guess we worked him a little too hard. And, you know, in training, his head's hurting. And we had to take some time off. And But uh, we're up to 761 following us on Facebook, up one. So please uh, keep checking us out. So you were at the night's game sitting uh, four rows up in the corner. I was. And it was, you know, the perfect game we won. No. No, we didn't win. No. no. What, uh, what, no. what did Erie do to us then? Well, London had control of the game till uh, the third period, and then uh, Erie just started potting them in the net, and uh, London tried to respond, but uh, just a little too, little too, little too late. Yeah. So. so I think it was 5-2? Five, five, or 5-3. 5-3. 5-3, yeah. yeah. Well, and was Simpson who was in the net for... Simpson played goal. Did he? Yeah. 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 And oh. uh, he, he played well. He's a good goaltender. Erie's got a new goaltender, and he played really well for them. And they've won a few games since he got in from Sarnia, so... Place packed. It was, full. It was pretty... It was full. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it has been fuller. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I've been listening to the last few for, with Stubbsy. Yeah. The, on the uh, station and right. AM nine eighty, home yeah. of the nights, home of the nights. So I've uh, been listening to that, hearing our name mentioned. Yeah, every time I say dog, quiet, quiet, don't bark. Yep, okay, said her name. <laughs> now you can bark. <laughs> <laughs> but no, well, I wish him well. I'm gonna. I think November the eleventh is the first game that I'm gonna be sitting in the seat. <laughs> so I still got a little ways to go here, but uh, it'll be fun after that. So Lynn says, where's Peter been? I said, I'll find out today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, um, we're hearing that we could hear Frost on Monday. You know, uh, I was talking to a guy in Belleville, and yes. they're thinking they're going to get snow on Sunday. 
I said, just keep that in Belleville. That's, you know, fine. I can deal with a little frost. That will make my allergies better. It will kill all the goldenrod and everything will be good. A but little frost. No snow. No snow, <laughs> no. I haven't got the snowblower checked out yet, so I still got <laughs> no, work to do. No, mine either, yeah. Uh, but with frost coming, you know, I started to think, okay, do what do I do with my outdoor tap, with my hoses, you know, should... Should I leave it on? Should I take the chance? <laughs> and you've you presented me with a gift when <laughs> when I took my chance once. I, that's correct. I forgot about yeah. that, Peter. I'm surprised you remembered uh, that. I, I still have that <laughs> gift. Do you? Okay, <laughs> it's in my basement, up on the wall. You know, everybody says, "Why do you have a tap on your wall?" I said, "Well, go read that. So yeah. <laughs> maybe tell that story first. Oh, tell the story about how Peter didn't turn his tap off. Yeah. And then Peter had water in his basement. And so when we went to repair that, we saved that piece. Yeah. And uh, we had it mounted, and we presented that to Peter. <laughs> With that, and it was like in a lot of houses, you have your outside tap, and then inside the wall you have a tap right. that has a... I call it a bicycle cap, Yeah, a little cap like you would have on a bike tire that you're supposed to take off yes. and drain the water out. Yes. And Peter didn't take it off. That's right. And he didn't open up the tap after he took his hose off to drain the six inches of water exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> so when it got cold, it froze the water into the inside tap, and because that tap had water in it, it split it. Yes. And didn't realize it until I turned the water on in the spring <laughs> and it started pouring everywhere yeah. out the ceiling because it had cracked. Yeah, that, and that's the worst part. You don't really know. And and sometimes I have seen people, they turn that tap on and they go outside and they come back in and they have a flood in their basement. Yeah. And that's because that water, there's no pressure there till that when that taps off. Yep. So you turn it on and... And it so. was, you know, I would say it was probably an eighth of an inch crack. Yeah. Like when it, when it, the water started yep. pouring out of it. Yep. So it wasn't like a, a little mist <laughs> no, coming out. No. I think I, my shirt was soaked by the time I, you know, got down. So... Yeah. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk, we'll talk a little bit about those, uh, I call them hydrants. Yes. That they can be put in as yep. well now that they have yep. out there. And we'll talk about what you should do when you're pulling your hoses off. But yep. you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates. And we will be right back. I got my first real Yeah, uh, Steve takes the day off, and I pick music that he'd probably know. Or I, sorry, I didn't pick the music. Barb picked the music for this week, <laughs> but he would probably know all these songs. But he's not here. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not going to put Jim. You know, maybe that's the stress of trying to guess the theme that oh. he had to take that. And I'm not going to put you through that. Oh, Dan, so. okay. But so on the outside tap that we were talking about before the break, and remember the phone lines are open at 519-643-2222. 
or 1-866-354-8255. Do you leave your hoses on the tap? No. Never leave your hose on the tap. Um, That hose will keep the water from draining out, and then the next thing you know, then you have a a problem where it's going to freeze back in there again, and you're still going to have a broken pipe. Take your hoses off. So even now, you know, it's going to be minus two. They're talking yeah. on Monday night. But I, you know, I still want to wash the car. I yes. don't, I don't want it. Should I yes. take the hose off, you know, drain the water out, and then when I want to wash the car, put the hose back on? Yes, that's what you would have to do to, um, to be safe. Um, there are um, frost-free hydrants that you can get. We were talking about yep. that on the break. Um, that you can just put back on, the hose back on, just unscrew it off, let it drain out, screw it back on again. That's quite easy until you're ready to take your hose inside. Um, But I wouldn't trust um, leaving the hose on. No. You know, even now, sometimes you go, well, it's warm out today. It's going to be warm out tomorrow. But overnight, it could go down. So don't leave them on. And the when we talk about those frost-free hydrants, they come in different lengths. Right. And yes. what it basically is, when you turn the tap off outside, it's turning it off 12 inches, 18 inches inside the house. That's right. Where That's it's right. warm. That's right. And they're normally put on an angle, I want to say up. Yes. So that when it does shut off 18 inches in the house. Right. The water from that point to outside will drain will out. Drain out. That's if correct. you don't have the hose, if you do not have the hose on there, yeah. correct. So you must make sure that you leave that so that that will drain out. It can't do that with the hose on. And they are. It's like if people take their tap apart now and it's a regular tap, you'll see on the end of it's a washer, but on a hydrant, you'll take it apart. There'll be a long stem, and that washer will be like you said. 12 inches inside the wall, 10 inches inside the wall, and that's what allows you to leave them on a little bit longer. Now, we should mention we don't, Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning doesn't do plumbing anymore. Okay. Or, sorry, shouldn't say anymore. We haven't done plumbing. <laughs> yeah. But you're, a, you've been how many years in the plumbing? 50? <laughs> no, not 50. <laughs> Let's just say more than 40, okay? Okay, okay, more than 40. (laughs) And you have taught me everything I know about plumbing. I'm a good listener when you're talking to understand things. (laughs) So, And this time of year, we talk a little bit about this stuff because we don't want people to have that problem and then they're in a panic at that point. You know, and and I'm going to throw another one out, and this is a personal one. Yeah. Waltech. Okay. Is the name of the taps. Right. And they keep, um, I have to keep replacing cartridges. Yes. Because, you know, I, I tighten it yeah. and then I got to tighten it a little more yeah. and, and the handle used to go up and down and right. now it's over half an inch and yep. I got to keep tightening it. Yeah. And I keep thinking, why do I got to do this? Like, why, what's wrong? Why? Yeah. Because inside that, if if you look at take the cartridge out and look inside, there's a, a part called a seat in there 
that the washer goes against. And that rubber washer keeps tightening against that seat, which makes that washer wear down. Or the seat itself could get a little groove in it. And once that gets a little groove in it, then you have to keep tightening the washer down. And that could eventually end up tearing the washers. So you do their compression, you know, yeah. faucets. So you, you have to compress them all the time. And then you, you know, got to turn the water off to the house. Exactly. <laughs> take the little cap off, take the Phillips screw off. Right. And then change the cartridge. Yeah. And they're both the same, hot and cold, right? You just That's get right. one cartridge and it works in both? Yeah, unless you have levered style handles. Okay. Which is like with a big wing on them. Then they are a, a right cart, right and a left-hand okay. cartridge, yeah. Okay. So that's something I've got to do. <laughs> now, I think I've had them uh, changed a couple times. This will mm -hmm. be the third or fourth time that I've changed them. So well, I could be just cranking them down a little too could hard. Be, yeah, and, and, you know, if people are used to giving them a little bit extra turn on them. Yeah. And the, the shower faucet, the, the spout drips down below, so... You have a tendency, oh, it's still dripping. I give it yep. a little bit more. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's the water just draining out. Yes. But you're, you know, yes. we don't want that dripping while I'm at work. That's I, right. I make sure that's tight. So <laughs> Now, we also had a question come in about a water heater. It says, I have a new water heater but can't see where to adjust the temperature like the old one at the bottom. We have a new valve installed in the with the tank, which I think is a new mixing valve. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't seem to have a temperature issue before. Can I adjust it? So maybe we can talk, why do we need a mixing valve now when we install a water heater? Well, you need a mixing valve now because the water coming out of your faucet has to be a certain temperature. It's, it's 120, 120 degrees. Yeah. And that mixing valve will bring the water temperature to 120 degrees. The water that's in the water heater could be as high as 140 or even more. And that will be enough to burn you. So you have to get the water down to 120. And you don't want the water in the tank 120 because you want it to make sure it's hot enough to kill any bacteria that might be growing inside the tank. Right. So that's why you have a mixing valve. So on tankless, they have a digital readout on the front, and we're right. able to set those right at 120 right. because there isn't any water sitting there. That's right. It That's just, right. when you want water, water starts flowing, it heats it up to 120, and it goes into your yep. home. Yeah, But in correct. a tank, we have it set to whatever in the tank yes. to be 140. And, yep. But to go, then when it comes out of there, we got to put a little cold water in it, make it 120. Yes. And send it off to exactly. the Exactly, exactly. So that's why a lot of people, when you first put a, a, a water heater in that haven't had a mixing valve, they go, whoa, this isn't as hot as I mean. <laughs> but what they're used to doing is turning it on hot and then adding a little cold that, to correct. bring it down to that 120. Yeah. We're just giving it to you. Yeah. Now, what if I got a dishwasher that I want to be 140? Well, then you'll have to... Uh, run a separate line, a separate hot water line from your dishwasher to your water heater and connect it before the mixing valve so that you get the hot wa hottest water out of the tank 
before it gets to the mixing valve. Um, some people do it on their washing machine too, yeah. but that's the only way you can do that. Yeah, and it, and again, it you know a lot of times these dishwashers have a heater in that they'll heat it up as well to a sani sani cycle, right, or things like that. Right. So there's multiple ways you can do it, but yeah. definitely we will not install a um, a a um, water heater without a mixing valve. Yes. And we will not instruct customers how to adjust that mixing valve yeah. because that's just yeah. puts a liability back on us if they exactly. adjust it hotter and somebody yeah. gets burned or yeah. scalded and, and we don't want that to happen. No, and and that's, you correct me, but that's where the mixing valves came in in the plumbing industry when, you know, every kids and yep. seniors and everybody were getting scalded. No, that's correct. That's right, Peter. Yeah. And then they ended up, they made it uh, the code actually that any time that you had a major change in your house, which even technically when you even change a faucet, but mostly it's to protect people with their water heater and it's to protect the customers, um, the residents of the home is who it's there to protect. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not saying we, but I find as I get older, the temperature, I feel it more, whether it's the cold outside exactly. or the hot water, you know, or yes. pick up a cup of coffee and it, and it's hot. Like everybody says, well, go get me a cup of coffee. And I go, well, my hands can't take it, you know, because it's hot. So My coffee's always hotter than it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now, um, the frost is coming. Should we cover up that air conditioner? I think we should. Yeah. I think we should. One important thing is to make sure that your your power is turned off to your air conditioner before you put that cover on. So that if it accidentally turns on, you're not going to damage the unit. Right. So we, but with the leaves now falling, if you're not going to use that air conditioner, hearing frost in the forecast, you know, it is time that you, you know. Give it a good wash, power, you know, with a garden hose, yep. and then then start to put that cover on. And Peter, do you have your cover on your air conditioner yet? No, I'm still going to use my air. conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> I like it cold. That's why I asked that yeah. question. <laughs> I had some people over to the house last night, and they they said, "Can can we turn the heat up?" <laughs> I said, "Well, it's only it's a twenty, you know, it's okay." And then can you well, can we put it up to at least twenty two, you know? And I can take my coat off. And I went, "Okay, fine." <laughs> it's a little too cold. But. You're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we will be right back. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Any way you want it. You'll know these songs. <laughs> they're, they're in your era a little bit there. Huh? My era. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you go to Parkside? I did. In it, yeah. So you, you would have heard them at the dance, in the gym. <laughs> yeah, the or in the, uh, in the gym. the auditorium. Yeah. And, uh, I don't think, well, I, I brought the crystal ball, so that would have been after you a little bit. They had a crystal ball that went around. And yeah, the, I don't think there's any crystal ball. No, no, I brought that. I, I, so we had the light, you know, have yeah. disco Pete <laughs> the, here. We the had the disco have ball, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little fun there back then. <laughs> I was, what did they call it? The communications club. But it was really the audio-visual with all the oh, lights. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. I got fired from Mr. Dressel. 
Did you? I got fired. Because yeah. <laughs> your job was you open the curtains and turn the light up. Yeah. And then at the end of the show, you brought the lights down and closed the curtain. Yeah. I fell asleep. <laughs> so at the end of the show, he's trying to get my attention to like, okay, the show's over. So the second show, I was no longer the light and curtain guy. So. They're going to do a movie about Mr. Dress-Up, you know <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll have that. Where the, 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 You know, we never close the curtains. He, you know, he's still here. So. But yeah, that was Casey and Finnegan. Uh, Casey and Finnegan, yeah. yeah. I remember that. He was so mad at me at that point. <laughs> but anyway, so that's, we're talking, we're going back in history there. I we guess so. Get back to the show here. So. Um. We get a lot of quest- a lot of times this uh, we get a lot of these questions this time of year that says do I need to flush my drain lines at the bottom of the furnace? There's two of them, um, you know. But what can we use to flush them? So a lot of people say, well, we'll put bleach down. What's your thoughts on? And they're normally a rubber hose. Normally a rubber hose that you're flushing out. Yeah, they need to be flushed. Yes, that's they for do. sure. They do. And and my thoughts are just hot water is the best thing. Yeah. Try not to put any chemical in there. And a lot of times you'll have a pump at the bottom also. And and that will hurt the seals and stuff in the pump if you get bleach in there with it. So Yeah, a condensate pump and, and you know, it pumps into a plastic hose. That's right. And yeah. again, you know, pouring hot water in, let it pump, pour more yeah. hot water, and it that hot water will slowly loosen up all that, that dirt and debris. Sludge and stuff that gets built up. But it definitely if you don't keep those drain lines in the furnace clean, the water so um, when we take out so much heat out of the um, flue gases going out and we put right. that into your house, that's how they get to be 92, 98, 96% efficient. Yes. Then there's condensation that goes into the pipes going outside or people will right. see the steam yep. blowing out. When that, we have to have that pipe the drain or, or the uh, vent pipe slope back to the furnace so that all that condensate runs back. Yeah. And then these lines got to be clean right. to take it to the pump and let it get pumped right. away. Right. If they get plugged, then the water will back up. It will get into pressure switches, which then the pressure switch won't work and it will shut yeah, the furnace down. Shut the furnace down. So we could come out and say, oh, well, your pressure switch isn't any good or replace it but not check those lines and then you know two days later you got the same problem again right, right. so those lines do and that's what we do on a maintenance we you know we're cleaning the uh the inducer motor we're making sure that those lines are clean we're making sure that the air lines to the pressure switches are clean right. nothing no spiders right. or anything's got in yeah. there we're checking there's no sags in the pipe right now if you finish the ceiling if we cannot see those vent pipes, then you're then you're kind of stuck. Yeah, we can't take a look at them and see. And unfortunately, if we think there's water in there, we're now cutting the ceiling yeah. to try to get to the pipes to check and see if there's and, water. And that in does there. happen. Yeah, they will if you know if there's uh, not enough hangers on it, or somebody's taking some hangers off. Sometimes you will get a bow, a sag in that yeah. that uh, pipe that has to be checked. 
And it's something that you need to take a look at, you know, um, most of the times, you know, before you're going to finish things in. And even for, uh, what do you call those, junction boxes, you know, which aren't supposed to be covered in. But So we're going to head to the phone lines, and we've got uh, David on the line. Go ahead, David. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Good to hear the godfather of plumbing back. (laughs) (laughs) So a quick question. Thank you for being on. Um, I have a occasional... Uh, change when I'm using hot water, the water will change to cold suddenly. Yes. And uh, I have no idea what's causing it, and maybe you don't either. <laughs> um, you're sure no one else is using water anywhere else in the house when that happens? That's right. It's just me, and I'm using the hot water, rinsing dishes or something, yep. and then all of a sudden the water goes cold. And do you have a single handle faucet or a two handle yes. faucet? Single. Single? Okay, mm-hmm. it could be the cartridge in the single-handle faucet. That might be all it is. It could also be a lot of water heaters. Do you have a like a tank water heater? Yes, installed so, by okay. Inch. Okay, sometimes there's a little check valve in them, and sometimes that little check valve could be sticking. A piece okay. of dirt in there. Okay. Okay. So which one would you recommend first? Uh, I would change the cartridge first. Yeah. And it also happens in the bathroom where we have uh, two handle, like it's a yeah. dual yeah. faucet. Okay. Well, then it could definitely be a small check valve in your water heater. Okay. So okay. I need to give Steve or Peter or Vanessa a call and yeah. have that checked. And okay. have them come and check it. Thank okay. you. Okay. All right. Thank you very yeah. much, David. Appreciate you. you calling okay. in. Okay. Bye bye. Bye now. I forgot about that. The Godfather of Plumbing. You know, <laughs> there's a longtime listener. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's what I used to call you way back in the way day. Way back in the day. Yeah. But I think we had one of those check valves at your house too at one time. Yep. Yeah. We did. Yeah. 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 Why, 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 why is all my problems coming up here, Dan? <laughs> all my plumbing problems are coming back, you know. You brought up about the outside tap yeah, first. Well, I'll never forget that ever again. <laughs> and that's my biggest problem is I, I like to wash my car. So yeah. it's like, you know, do I bring those in now? Do I keep them? And normally when I decide to bring them in, I roll the hose out. Yep. To dry to drain all the Let water drain, out, yes. and it's all frozen. And I'm thinking, why didn't I do this two <laughs> weeks ago? Or but what the car wash guys love me, That's and good. I should say thanks to uh, there was a gentleman who listens to the show mm-hmm. in St. Thomas yes. that uh, operates a car wash over there that called me, uh, wanted some mentoring and some information. See if yeah. I could help him a little bit. And I said, you know what? I know the exact guy and uh, Miami car wash we had used at the Briar. Oh, yes. And yes. they had done all of our vehicles, the VIP vehicles and right. that. And I put those two two together and yeah. hopefully uh, he'll be able, uh, Rich will be able to help him out. And oh, well, that's so, good. That's but I good. appreciate him listening very much. And, uh, you know, you never know. One day you're listening and we're talking about plumbing. <laughs> you never know what you're going to hear on the show. One day you're going to listen about cur- we got to get a little curling in here. A little curling. <laughs> yeah. Now, my game, you know, our team. Yeah. We were uh, first end. We got a chance for four on Tuesday night. I missed the shot. We get two. Okay. <laughs> 
Next end, they get one. Next end, we got a chance for, I think it was three, and we get one. <laughs> but by the end of the going into the last end, we're up three, you know, without the hammer, but up three. So you should pretty well, you know, it'd be like going into three nothing in a night's game in the third yes. period. You should win yes. the game. We tied. <laughs> <laughs> I missed my last shot, and then he made a little wicky ticky shot. And, uh, Took out our rock and he got three and tied the game. So I that was our first game of the year and I went, hmm. Maybe I should play this a little differently. But then I got up this morning, logged on to see how our Canadian mix team is doing over in Scotland at the yes. World Championships. Yes. They had they were eight and oh. Yes, they were. Went to the semifinal against Sweden. Lost. <laughs> So we're in the bronze medal game. I think it's around two this afternoon um, that they'll be playing. So I feel sorry for them. They and they will be in St. Thomas, two of them, because they play mixed doubles. Oh yeah, and they're going to play in our yes. mixed doubles uh, in December. Oh good. And good. so it was, uh, and they're from Quebec. So it was. It's always nice to see them. Uh, yes, Lori St. George, and you know they do really well. And Felix is. Uh, you know, but it, it was just seeing they were doing so good and then you lose one game <laughs> and now you're in the bronze medal. But Sometimes one game. Yep. Yeah. And we and the GOAT, uh, Miss Christine Sinclair, we should I, say, yes. you know, congratulations yeah. to her. She's, uh, yes. you know, I've watched her career and yeah. uh, she's done a lot for soccer and a lot, uh, you know, Jesse Fleming from London who's right. playing there right. with her and so... Uh, we wish her all the best, and I, I don't think, uh, or I think we will see her again as a coach or something. Some, will be something, I'm sure she'll stay involved. Yeah, that's for sure. So you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, and we will be right back. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your Pretty good songs this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's say, for Paul? sure. Yep. yep, I think so. I think don't don't tell her that, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll lose my job of picking music. But. Um, and we're going to close out with a little "Proud Mary" as the last song as we exit. So that's good. Godfather of Plumbing. Yes, I was. I'm glad David brought that up. I that it kind of. I should have had that in my notes here. You know what? I only got nine pages of notes. You do, and you I do have I, lots of them. And I didn't have that in here. Like, what am I doing? So, don't tell Steve. He'll be trying to take over. Even the security guard says, "Well, who's going to press the buttons if Steve isn't there?" They, thinks he does stuff here. You know. So. Um. The we had someone over. This is a question came in. We had someone over to price out a new furnace that needs replacing. The existing one is twenty five plus years. He recommended that we replace the existing thermostat, but we like it because it's easy to adjust up and down. Uh, he says it's a mercury thermostat. Do we have to replace it? Um, we need something simple, not a computer on the wall. So first thing, you know, 
mercury is not a good thing. <laughs> so no. we would no. like to get mercury off the wall right. and get it disposed of properly and never throw it in the garbage. Right. We don't want it in the landfill, you know. Even if somebody's replacing one, you know, bought it at a big box store, bring the mercury thermostat into us at 10 Pacific Court, and we will get it disposed of properly. But a lot of the new furnaces won't work with the old thermostats. Correct, yes. They they need a smart thermostat to make the furnace smart (laughs) and to make the furnace save you money down the road. But there is, like, even the most uh, computerized thermostat can be made to be simplified. Right. Uh, you can say, don't do all this and just have it as the temperature and you put up and down on it. Right. So even though it may look like a computer on the wall, we can make it down to where it will not be a computer right. on the wall. But definitely, I would say you're replacing the thermostat or you should be in. Yeah. You know, congratulations yeah. are getting 25 plus years out of a furnace. Exactly. You know, that's, that's <laughs> wonderful. But... Uh, when they when they install it, just tell them you don't want setback and all that. You want just a basic setup, yeah. Yeah. and uh, the installers can set that up. And if down the road you decide you want to change it, they can. Or you sell the house, you can still say you have a smart thermostat that somebody could come in right. and change right. everything yeah. up in there. So, um. Now, this next one is a one we get a lot at at the shop. It says, I bought a new 4-inch filter to replace my old one, but the 4-inch filter doesn't fit. It says, why isn't it 4-inch? So don't I can't explain why our industry does this. Like, I, I you know, don't get it. But we'll say we have a 16 by 25 by 4. It's really 15 and 5 eighths by three and five eighths, <laughs> by 24 and five eighths, yes. but they call it a 16 by 25 by four. It's like a two by four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's not really a two by four, you know, but so a lot of times they'll have in small writing what the actual, it will say actual <laughs> size is yep. this, um, but that's probably why the four inch, you bought a, an exact four-inch filter right. that won't fit in the, that <laughs> slot because it was uh, really a three and five-eighths filter yes. is what yes. you got. So um, look, if you know, and what happens is they throw the old one away and then they're, they're now out trying to guess. <laughs> but that, if you come to us, I'm going to sell you a three and five-eighths four-inch filter yes. because that's what we carry. Our five-inch filter is five-inch. You know, so a lot of the uh, Lennox filter racks or Honeywell filter racks are five inch, and we have an exact five inch. Um, but if if we know, sometimes those filter racks will have a model number on it, yes. and if we know the model number, we can try to find the filter. But your four inch is probably three and five eight <laughs> wide. So just. Uh, you know, when you're looking at them, that's why in a big box store, you know, there's a row and you think it says four inch and you grab it. You really yeah. got to know that exact size. If you threw it out, measure where it's going in 
and see what size it is. And then you'll is. find out yeah, for sure. Go yeah, go and get it. But in new home construction, that four-inch filter is kind of the mainstay. Yes. And so that's uh, that's where we get a lot of those. We install, when we install equipment, either a five-inch or a polarized filter at that point. So what's your plans today, Dan? I hear clothesline. Is that what I heard? Well, I'm going to check out the clothesline and see if there's something I can fix. What do they call? What do they call a clothesline now? So it's something. Oh yes, there it's is an environmental it's, uh, dryer. Yes, or something like yes, that. Yes, or, you know, because it saves you not using. <laughs> That's the, right. I'm environmentally I'm, friendly. Yeah, my dryer's running right now. You know, yes. So I got up this morning, put a load of wash in, then when I before I came to the radio station, I put it in the dryer. Yes. And when I go home, I'm going to iron. You know, people probably don't know what ironing is. Oh, you're just I, you're a big ironer. I iron my shirts, and so I got yeah. a, I got five shirts, five pants to get done. Iron them. My yep. collars on my golf shirts, you know, to make sure they're looking good. No, but I got to do that. So do it when it's raining, and hopefully tomorrow will be sunny. I can wash the car. Yeah, I can pick up uh, you know thirty four bags of leaves. So I, I got the whole weekend planned. Well, there's going to be a lot more bags of leaves out there yet. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They really last night. I don't know what happened, but they really dropped last yeah. night. Like it's, it's to the point where I'm going. Hmm. It may not. The riding lawnmower, it used to be easy. Just drive the riding lawnmower over and pick yep. them up. Yeah. But I'm thinking there may be too many, and it's going to plug 100 <laughs> times as I'm trying to do this. And then it'll take you forever to yeah. do it. Yeah. And then you go, I should have just raked them. It would have been quicker. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the So next night's game, I think they play Sunday in um, – Yep. Where the where's the Memorial Cup this year? Why am I drawing Saginaw? Them? Saginaw. Yeah. So they're playing Saginaw Sunday, yeah. and and I was talking to our friends at Zubix. Yeah, and he already got his tickets for the Memorial Cup. Oh, did he? I said, so you, the Knights are going to be there. He said, I'm going whether Knights are there or not. <laughs> so he uh, he'll be heading heading down there. He says it's only like a couple hours. Drive. I think so. You know, it's not that far. Yeah. So. You'll have to see if they happen to get there. That might be a fun <laughs> trip to have it in the U.S. for the first time in yeah. a long time. Yes. To see that going on. So, I think it's the first time since it was out west somewhere. Maybe Portland yep. or Yeah, something. Portland. Or, yeah. Yep. But it's, uh, and the uh, Budweiser got approved. I saw All that. the renovations, yes. which from a guy who worked with the Briar, yep. they needed back of house improvements. Did you they? know, it, this was very much needed. Right. Uh, we were really crammed. Like yeah. the event office, I sat up on a chair outside in the storage area because <laughs> the event office was so small. Yeah. So it is needed back a house. They really do need that stuff. So That's good. And I think in, how is our friend Mr. Bill Beamish? Is he back walking? Oh, yes. He's yes. fine? Yes. He's getting around uh, quite good now. I think he he uh, has just got to be a little bit careful what he does, I think. But uh, he's getting along fine. And maybe in, whatever, 2024, might see him back on the ice rink? He might be back on the ice. Yep. Or he might be just glad to miss the ice. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, well, we'll find out in a couple <laughs> months how he feels about that. Yeah, we norm. <laughs> that's the problem when you you get off the curling ice and all of a sudden you feel you fill your days with other things yes. and then 
it's just easy. But we had uh, our annual general meeting yep. last week, and yep. we have lots of uh, learn to curl curlers out there. Yes, so there if was you, quite a few. Yeah, if you're yep. thinking of trying curling, you know, give the St. Thomas Curling Club a call. Yep. And or go to our website, and you can send in an email, and we can set that up. Time for you to do that. That's good. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. And remember, great service is only an inch away. We'll see you next week.